0: Well, hey, hey, welcome 2717. I am Merrick Vaughn, and I want to talk to you today, and I want to talk to you about what do you and what do I want said about us? What do we want said about us? Here's what I believe. I believe that legacy matters. I believe that you and I were born on purpose and with purpose. I believe that your life matters, and I believe that about every single one of us we're born on purpose, our life matters, and our legacy matters. You know, recently I went to a uh, funeral of a great man, uh, Pastor John Love. Pastor John impacted my life deeply and impacted the life of so many people. It was so evident at his Celebration of Life uh, service. Um, And Pastor Bo and Pastor Kyle shared at his funeral um, some quotes of Pastor John, and they Deeply touched me. I have meditated on them, and I am really <clears throat> digging to say how can I apply these truths and these principles to my life. So I want to share with uh, them with you today, and I'm going to uh, pray and hope and believe that there may be a nugget here that you can apply to your life. So here we go. Number one is get plenty of foot time. Not only will it change your life, it's going to keep you going. You know, one of the things in my life, if, if you were to go travel with me, and, and Pam and I have traveled the world, we love to travel. Uh, Wade and I, in fact, uh, we were in Israel together um, in December of just last year and on a beautiful trip. Every morning in Israel, every morning, I get up very early. Um, there's very few people that are awake, and I go run. And one of the beautiful things about running in a city before really the city is awake or anything's going on. You see things and you experience things that you don't in the daytime. One thing I'll never forget, we were in Jerusalem. We are at the beautiful King David Hotel and I went out for my morning run. And I remembered on our tour that day that there was a windmill that was donated uh, by the Dutch uh, to Israel um, after the Holocaust is a reminder that the people of Holland stand with the Jewish people. And uh, and I wanted to run up and I wanted to see it. So I ran a few miles and I ran up to this beautiful Dutch um, windmill. And it happened to be at a high point on Jerusalem. And I looked down and I could see the entire old city of Jerusalem. And in that same moment, I looked up and I saw a the stars of heaven just shining. And I just began to worship the Lord. And it was a beautiful time. And in your own way, however that looks in your life, get a little foot time. There's something I believe that goes far beyond just, you know exercise is good for you, that comes from what Pastor John calls a little foot time. For me, especially when I'm traveling, I love to go run early in the morning. Number two is give plenty of hugs. I'm a hugger. You know, I heard, I've heard, i read this, um, that um, babies in orphanages will actually die if they do not get enough human touch. God created us to need human affection, to need human touch. And what an easy gift that you and I can give today. When I see a, a dear friend of mine uh, every once in a while, I'll forget because we're all huggers. I mean, all all of my closest friends were huggers, and every once in a while, I'll stick my hand out to shake their hand when I see them. And to a man, they don't they don't even shake my hand. They just grab me and hug me, and I, I'm grateful for that because in the embrace of a friend, in the embrace of your spouse, in the embrace of a child, there's a true um, exchange of love. And it's that personal connection, it's that touch that I don't think we can get any other way. Number three, smiles are contagious. I don't know how great my smile is. I really don't care. But here's what I know, when I just smile at someone, I say, good morning, hello, good morning. There's an exchange and without saying a word, A genuine smile just conveys an affection. Um, I see you. I notice you. Um, Smiles are contagious. How much better would our world be if most of us went around smiling at one another? Thank you, Pastor John, for that little nugget. Number four is make a good name for yourself for a good name is to be more desired than great wealth. Favor is better than silver or gold. You know, my son, um, several years ago, uh, we were having a a talk. I love my talks with all my children. Um, But this one happened to be with Merritt. And he said, Dad, how did all the things that have happened in your life, and, you know, um, we're involved in many businesses, um, and and we're very blessed. And he said, how has all this happened in your life? And I thought for a minute and I said, you know, Mary, if there's one thing that I think um, is probably helped dad along the way is I believe people trust me. Trust is built on reputation. Trust is built on doing what you tell somebody you're going to do. What a simple concept. But as Pastor John gave us, a good name is to be more valued than silver or gold. And, you know, maybe one way I could interpret that would be um, don't don't make the mistake of compromising your good name, your character, your integrity, your reputation over a piece of silver, over a temporary amount of money, because in the long run, that's going to cost you dearly. I think that's a wonderful piece of advice. I think we all want a good name and I believe we can all have a good name. Number five, make a difference in the lives of others. You know, people are what matter. In the Bible, it says that the streets of heaven are paved uh, with gold. And uh, I thought about that. And uh, so, you you know, gold is an illustration of money or wealth or, you know, and so if I were to go out on the road outside my office here and chip up some asphalt, and take it to a store or any any place where I, I maybe I would want to exchange that and say, hey, I have something of value here. Um, what could I get for this piece of asphalt? I don't think I could get anything. I, I'm not quite sure anybody would give me anything for a piece of asphalt. So, the things that we can sometimes put first in our life, like, money and possessions and things like that. And somehow that that's what matters most. It's not. People matter most. And when we make a difference in the life of other people, we're investing in and helping the thing that God values the most. And really, if we really think about it, it's what we value the most too. So people's lives matter. Go make a difference in somebody else's life. Number six is be a good friend because you're going to reap what you sow. Everybody needs a good friend. And I think John's simple message, if you need a good friend, go be a good friend. Pretty simple. Number seven, live your life in a way that you don't have regrets. Do the right thing in the right way every day. Be consistent and steady. Because someone is depending on you for that, I think we've all had things in our life I know I certainly have that I regret that I wish I hadn't done i I I, I can tell you this in in my life in my life you know please don't don't hear me say that I live a perfect life because I do not um, self-reflection, repentance um you know. Hey, I'm I'm I apologize. I'm sorry. I, I think I said something in a way that uh wasn't what I wanted to say, and I just want to apologize if it came across this way. These are things that I have to say at, at times, right? I mean, so uh, I, I I still have some regret. But but I do want to say this. Um there was a my the point in my life when when I received Christ. <clears throat> what happened in my life, and and I think People that have made Jesus the Lord of their life, you can relate to this. That my wanter changed, my desire changed, and so what happened before was I would do bad, and I, I didn't particularly, you know, think well of myself uh, about some things I did. But it it was different. Today, as a believer in Christ, as somebody that's made Jesus the Lord of his life and that has been in a pursuit of, of trying to become more godly for a very long time now. Um, I don't, it, it grieves me when I do something that I know grieves the Lord, or, or maybe harmed a person or anything like that. And, and, and that's what's changed. My testimony isn't that willpower can, I can just grit my teeth and be consistent and do the right thing. My testimony is once I made Jesus the Lord of my life, once I began to surround myself with other people, like-minded people that were morally and, and their faith was based on the same values, then I began to be able to become way, way, way more consistent. So if you're in a place where maybe you're fighting that, um, I think if you can get around some people uh, that can help you in that, uh, I for me, when I made Jesus the Lord of my life, that was when everything changed. Okay, we're almost done. Number eight, Don't give up on people because they're worth it. I don't know if there's a whole lot to add to that. People are worth it. Don't give up on them. Even when sometimes it's hard. Number nine, two more. Number nine. And this one, I don't know. Maybe it's my favorite. It takes a long time to become an old friend. Always look for the best in others and be willing to overlook a lot of stuff. You know, I've heard it said that I want people to judge me by my intentions, but yet I judge others by their actions. If you have a dear friend, especially somebody you've been friends with for a while, they're going to say something. They're going to do something. And, you know, it's going to be out of character or whatever. Overlook that stuff. I think sometimes communication, um, at least in my life, um, has been a real key to it where, you know, maybe the next day or two, hey man, can we go grab a little bit of coffee Um, and just unpack maybe what the offense was or what happened. You know, I've got a handful of friends in my life that have been around for a very, very long time. I've got some friends in my life that have been around for a while, for for quite a while. Um, And I don't want anything to come between us. And I am willing to overlook a lot of stuff. Because once I get to know you, once I get to know your character, um, I don't want to lose that relationship. And it does. It takes a really long time to become an old friend. And I want some old friends. Thank, Thank you, Pastor John, for that great advice. One last thing, and it's scripture. Always reach for more and finish well. 2 Timothy 4, 6-8 says, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Fight the good fight. Finish your race. Keep the faith. As we wrap up, I just want to remind you, your life matters. We need you. I need you. Your family, your friend group, your, your work environment, this world. God is depending on you. Finish were born on purpose and with purpose. You have greatness in you. You have a great destiny that you were created for. Finish well. We love you guys. This is 2717. God bless. We'll see you next time.